Welcome everybody to a bonus episode of Books and Betches. Not to be confused with books and bitches. Did you uh, practice those before you come in? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm Kristen and with me I have Erica and Maria. If you haven't noticed, Maria sounds like a robot. <laughs> Do I? Do I sound like a robot? No, but no. you don't sound like yourself. What's going on? I'm not there. Maria. And, I'm so, and I'm so sad. Maria's not in the studio with us today, and it's just, it's no. devastating. But she's with us it's, on the phone. In with, spirit. I'm there in spirit. In spirit, in the cake, and everything. In heart. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, Erica's birthday uh, was this past week. You know, we, you guys already know, we film, not film, we're not even filming this. We record these in batches. Batches? <laughs> Oh boy. So, in a batch. You know, just a bunch of batches doing batches. Um, and <laughs> so uh, you'll be listening to this long after we record this because, you know, we stack them up and then we release them as we go. But what? Why stack them up. We stack them stack up. Stack them up. Stack them up. So for us, this past week was Erica's birthday. By the time you listen to this, it'll probably be. A couple weeks ago, it was Erica's Who birthday. Who knows? Who knows when they listen to it? Yeah. But, uh, so I brought her a cake. Me and Maria got Erica a cute little cake. It says um, epilogue on it because she turned 30. <laughs> and this is her, her epilogue in life. How, how are you feeling about this cake? Do you remember when you got me a cake for when I left our first job together? Yes. What was it? It was just it like just a said, bye? No, it said true. Oh, it said period true. Period. <laughs> yeah. Because I like I was in a really long point where I just said true for everything. I just yeah, said, true. You brought that into yeah. my life. I, I, Erica did this thing where anytime you talk to her and you like be like, oh yeah, and she just like true, and <laughs> it became a thing around the office. Yeah, like, it, like I, caught, yeah, I it caught on. To this day, yeah. I don't do it. Same Maria, true, same. True, true. And because of that, I, she put in her two weeks, which was devastating for me. Um, yeah, because Kristen didn't have anybody to throw fucking food at. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm going to get her a goodbye cake. And when I brought it up to the counter, they were like, oh, what do, what do you want on it? And I was like, true. true. <laughs> so they wrote true on it. Um, so, yeah, this feels very on brand for you. Yeah, it's just says for our friendship. And, and funny, I love it. Funny story is when I was picking out this cake, I, I gave Maria a call and I was like, Hey, uh, what what cake should I get for her? And I listed all these options, and Maria's like cannoli. She's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a cannoli. Listen, I like cannoli cake. You know, it's actually a really tasty cake. The cream is always nice, so I figured as Italian, the cream she'd like is it. nice. <laughs> creamy, fo- yeah. There's some good creamy folds in there. Stop! Um, no. <laughs> What? I'm gonna actually get sick. I'm mm. gonna get sick here. Yeah. What yeah. are we? What are we doing? I don't even know. Um, we are doing deal breakers. So this bonus episode is us talking about things that ruin a book for you. Ooh, like, Erica, I bet you have a whole list. You know, I didn't realize what my deal breakers were until I read after. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Because I thought there was something different, but like I thought my deal breakers were like bad writing or like a lot of punctuation errors, but I realized that I can kind of push through some of those things, given the right book. (laughs) Okay, I need to hear your deal breakers. So my deal breaker, and Kristen does not agree with me, (laughs) um, my deal breaker is that like a book, if it's set in a realistic setting... So, like, after is supposed to be, like, on a college campus, real life, if the things that are happening aren't things that would happen in real life, 
it, like it takes me out of the story. You've completely contradicted yourself in the last 30 minutes because we did discuss this before we went on here. And you, you just said, and correct me if I'm wrong, you just said the words. If things are set in a realistic way, you expect some realism. Yes. You said Dena Vipers. But that, I don't think oh that that's boy. realistic. I don't Dena think that Vipers ever tried to be- has a realistic setting. I don't think that they do. I don't think that's a realistic plot. It's not a realistic plot, but it is a realistic setting. It's a realistic world. We're not in a fantasy world. They're realistic. They're real people in a fucking gang, whatever you want to decipher that But, as. like, I feel like that's, okay, I feel like Den of Vipers is, like, an action movie. Like, set it's, in a real... But yeah, it's, it's a, set in a real world. It's set in the real world, but it's, like, you know, like, somebody's going to jump from a car from a building to a helicopter. That's not really going to happen. Erica. So it's like you, you can suspend your belief because you want to enjoy the craziness, but even though it's in real life. But like a romance novel is like set in like real, like it sh- things should make sense. What was unrealistic? I don't want to get too into after because we're going to do an entire episode on it. My problems were like some of their problems were happening because like she couldn't like get a taxi ride home and it's like you would be able to call a taxi that's like, fucking in a nitpicking though. but it's like it's it, like when <laughs> when plot points are resting on things that just wouldn't happen do you get what i'm saying no like okay in after she i feel like after would have been more believable if she would have said like if she would have said it in the 90s or something and it yeah, wasn't set like it just, in today like, huh. like the girl slept at like a frat house and it's like you would never sleep at a frat house. I get house. that, but I think you're projecting when you start looking because you're only relating it to your own personal college experience. Yes. And so I guess your deal breaker is when your projection of a book doesn't match up to your standards. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> Maria, if you could see how Erica came into the studio today. <laughs> I love her. She sent me a picture of, of her outfit, and I, re- I really wish I was there. It's I feel so left out. No, this is ridiculous. But I just think sometimes when the, when the realism doesn't match the vibe of the book. When the realism doesn't meet your expectations, it's a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Erica. Erica, okay. Okay, okay. Erica. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. Chris, Chris or Maria. yours. Uh, no, Kristen, you first. My deal breaker uh, is very similar. Oh. Oh. But uh, I'm trying to relate it to Den of Vipers because what pissed me off is that it was set in the real world and it was entirely unrealistic. But those aren't to my standards. It's to the world standards. Because in what world is are these five fucking or four or five fucking men? Do you in not like thing? action movies? <laughs> I love action so, movies. So what what you're telling me is that you both had the same thought. Yeah. And you both fought each other for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit, I guess you're right. What I'm trying to think of my deal breaker. I mean, my deal breakers. Okay, all right, I got I got it. When a character's not redeeming, I cannot um, like no, there's nothing about them that's yes. good. And that's how I felt about Den of Vipers. The main character didn't Just have sucked. any redeeming qualities. At least in After, the main character, she sucked so bad. But just her conflict with her mom alone made me want to root for her. Like, I have to have one redeeming quality where I think, okay, I want this person to succeed or to overcome their challenges. And I think that's just natural and good writing. Like, you want the main character to be somebody that you root for. You either have to write a character that is, like, super likable or, like, eh, but has Has, a redeeming quality. Exactly. You can't just write somebody who's fucking shit. Exactly. 
Like Nesta. Nesta's arguably fucking shit. Exactly. Arguably. Dude, I can't wait for us to rip Nesta a new one. <laughs> I can't Ar- wait to arguably hear it. fucking shit. I can't wait. <laughs> Maria, what are your what's what's one of yours? We'll go round robin. We'll just keep going round around robin. in a second. I would say I would say mine has to be unrealistic timelines. Mm. So I like I've said this often. Whenever a book does things too freaking fast, where it's insta love or like in in Court of Silver Flames, how that kind of resolves itself very easily and quickly without any kind of you know fighting. Um, the two weeks in, in Crave, like I hate fast timelines that make no sense. Yeah, I can get behind that. You know, I like we're, I'm good with the time jump. You could say three months later. That's fine, yeah, yeah. but don't tell me a week passed by <laughs> and all of this development has happened and a resolution has happened within a week. Yep. I also agree with that, but it's not a, it's a, it's something that makes me like cringe, but it doesn't deal, it's not a deal breaker for me, but I don't like it. Happens a lot in romance novels where like, especially like erotic romance novels where it's like really crazy and they like fall in love in a month and then they like move in together the next month and you're like, holy shit, like no person would fucking do this. Yeah. None of them would do that. I don't know why authors write that. Just like, just say time passed. That's okay to do. I know. Three weeks later. Okay, great. I'm I'm here. And yeah, then it's like you can say you can say the last two months have been so weird. I've been living this you know crazy life. You know, just say a couple months pass by. Like I, I feel don't, like I don't why know why, why yeah. are we like forcing this to be in a week? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And then you know, I on the flip side, I don't like when like things pass like in very long increments like after i read the last i don't even want to get into like i read the fucking last book and not the middle ones but um like the end of after not to spoil this for everybody but like but we're spoiling it for everybody literally they do like i don't even know it's like four it's like a year after the first book and then it goes to like after and then it goes to like three years and then it goes to like nine years like it like did you know there's also a book after that's called Before? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just had. I just. I, I have. I'm pretty sure it's from Card. Uh, it's not Carden. Harden's perspective. Uh, I think I. I could be completely wrong, I but I also I think it hate is. that book so much that I don't even want to know more about it. I only know because I follow Irish reader on Bookstagram. Not Bookstagram. Booktube, and he did a whole series where he read every single book. And did like a vlog of it, and that's right, the only right. reason why I even know what happened in the rest of the books a little bit. But I forget, saluted me now. I forgot. But so if we have after and before, what's the other one like in the middle? Or, no, or, they all. No, it's like after we collided. Um, then it's like I can't remember the They're next one. They're weird. They're fucking stupid. It's I have stupid. I have a fork in my in my hand, and <laughs> I actually had the urge to fucking shove it in my eyeball. So. <laughs> I did. I'm being honest. She does have a fork in her hand right now. Oh, careful! Don't stop. We're eating. Kristen. We're eating cake. Yeah, this is some ASMR. ASMR. Right now. <laughs> the fact that that's not ASMR. It's a mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has gone off the fucking rocker. Say that again. A what? It's a what? It's a mukbang. Mukbang. I don't know how you say it. I don't mukbang. eat on camera. What's mukbang. a mukbang? It's when people sit in front of the Erica. camera and eat. Erica, Ew. you're not cultured? Erica Ew. doesn't go on YouTube Is that porn? Like that. Is that porn? It's, it's not porn. It's not. Well, I mean, I bet you that's a fetish for some people, but that's not porn. That's it's porn, like isn't it? I don't watch porn. It's not. <laughs> if anyone in this room watches porn, the most porn, I should say, because we definitely all watch porn. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't watch porn. <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay. Uh, what's, uh, what's your next one, Erica? Um, I really hate like a guy that is like super, super like controlling. That's like, a deal breaker for you. We're not talking pet peeps here. We're talking deal breakers. Yeah, deal breaker. Like, like cringy controlling. Mm. And I, I would say my threshold is like pretty high. Um, but I read, I recently read a very, I, like I said, I was like in a reclusive man, like in the mountain type fucking <laughs> bender. And I read this one book, and he was like, he like followed her into the bathroom, and he's like, you can't pee. Like without me, what the fuck? It was so bizarre. No, no, no. That's called abuse. It was so fucking bizarre that I was like, I, I did get through the book because it was only like two hundred pages, but I was like, this is the worst, weirdest book I've ever read. Oh, what was that called? Yeah, I don't. It was called Fall Clean Loving the Mountain Man. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's not good. Erica reads books like Loving the Mountain Man and Why Sasquatch is in the background. And she's like, it wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know why. Um, my deal- you know, it, it's hard to like come up with more deal breakers because I'm so bad at DNFing books. Yeah, Are you? So bad. I can't DNF a book to save my life. Why? I can DNF That's books all day. That's why reads even exist. Oh, because you it's rage. Because yeah. I can't DNF. I just rage through it. Okay, let me ask you a question. Have you ever DNF'd a book? Yeah, I have. And what I'm and why? At it. Okay, so it's usually audiobooks and it's usually because the narrator is trash. So I guess that's a deal breaker right there. Okay. A bad narrator. Oh, uh, audiobook. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, audiobook. For audiobooks. So I, like one example is The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstein or Morgan Stern. Morgan Stern. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone raves about this book. It's Kate, my best friend's favorite book of all time. Well, one of them. And it's like beautifully written and all this stuff. But the narrator for the audiobook was so like. How do I? He was like Professor X, like that kind of like old ash voice, and I'm like, why, why, why do you sound like that? Can you find other narrating? Like, there's other versions, right? Where you? Well, that was from Audible, and back then I wasn't looking for other right versions, so I had the hardback cover with me, so I want to reread it like physically. Mm -hmm. But that's something that's like ruined it. So if it's a very bad narrator, I usually DNS it as fast as possible. It's crazy how much that depicts, like how you feel about the book it's just how people read the characters yeah my narrator for after was so dumb (laughs) like the the narrator for after was like oh she sounded like an idiot no offense (laughs) to her um so my biggest deal breaker is before i even pick up the book and that's if it's under a 4.0 reading (laughs) i can't believe that that's so like i don't know i don't like that it's so ridiculous i do i think it's like i won't eat at anything under a five-star restaurant yeah it's like almost elitist it yeah. is it is yeah. it's so You're right, elitist. maria it it's is so elitist oh you know okay <laughs> I, yeah you know yeah like i've i've already like kind of accepted like i'm a liberal elite and now <laughs> now that i've gotten vaccined vac- vaccined i've gotten Vaccine, vaccinated vaccinated <laughs> I've, i'm gonna be a, a vax elite as well oh my god so oh no i'm so, just embodying the elitist mindset um, so we have a position open in this podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, Who well, any of those want to apply, you must commit to doing ten reels a day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, you must be the high. troll of the group. Yes, absolutely. Big shoes to fill. But I do think my karma is that I don't think my book is ever gonna make a four point <laughs> So I wouldn't even read my own fucking Damn. book. Hey, you never know. It might. My biggest, uh, one of my bigger deal breakers is pretentious writing. Um, if I come into a book Oof. and they're throwing out every big word just to throw out every big word within the first like paragraph, if it's just like, I, I won't give you an example because I'm not smart. Um, I you are smart. No, it's okay. It's like okay. words, <laughs> words that like okay. you can't even recognize. Yeah, and, and or like structuring a sentence, like just trying to make it sound all like ebb and flow, like like I'm a over, overly descriptive. I hate overly it's descriptive. Just, it, like, and you know what? Sometimes Stephen King does it. And it pisses me off. But I'm going to say, like, isn't Stephen King like the king of all this? Wow, good that's pun. why I like that's why I like e-readers though, because you can just tap the word and you find the definition. But I don't want to. That's a deal breaker for me. I'm not doing yeah. that shit. I, that's how I've expanded my vocabulary. Okay, so I guess deal breakers for me are like really smart books. I won't <laughs> touch those. So okay. you would think I would just read like if young I adult, but I don't. If I, I still... can't understand the sentence, I'm uh, out. Deal breaker. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Or if there is an epilogue, um, that. <laughs> That is a I no, no, no prologue. Your prologue. I'm sorry. I will never get over that. That was the that was peak moment for Christian. Well, I feel I, like that's a deal breaker. I feel like you're a prologue elitist. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it doesn't belong in books. And I think that if we want to make T-shirts, we should write one that says "Prologues do not belong in books." <laughs> I will add it as a sticker. Yeah, add it. Let us know. Let us know. Sticker. Yeah. I hardly know. Wait, let it. My dad. Okay. So my dad wants us to make a sticker of Xena. Oh, that's a great idea. And be like, Xena approved. If everybody wants that, please let me know. So my dad can stop bothering me. Yeah, it's weird without without Xena here. It's fine that you're not here, but Xena's not here. And I'm a little upset about that. Screw you. Y'all are so mean. (laughs) No, it's just me. That's amazing. She's she's doing good. She's trying to eat shit off the ground. I'm getting real annoyed. Aww. Kristen is too. So <laughs> facts. <laughs> she goes. Kristen's trying to I'm do trying that to too. Like, I'm trying to think of another deal breaker. Maria, Maria, what? Maria. What? She goes. Kristen what? does that too, and then gets up and bends over and is now has a fork all the way in the cake as she's trying to eat there, out of it. There's I. You know I, you can't confirm or deny that because I'm not Fuck. there to see it. So <laughs> I it, swear. There's no. Just listen. Be fake news for all I know. Listen, listen. You can hear her chewing. Oh, you know what another deal breaker is? I deal with them, but I don't like them. Especially right now. Big ass books for no freaking reason. Yeah. Long books. Long books without any payoff for the length of it. Yep. I've gone through now two books, Kingdom of Flesh and Fire and (laughs) Silver Flames. Both Mm. of them have a bunch of fucking filler. Mm. And I'm very upset at having to have dealt with that for minimal plot. And Silver Flames? That's... There's a lot of filler. Really? 700 plus pages. They've already said everything that needed to be said. I feel like that book could have been 150 pages shorter. It could have been 200 pages shorter. I would accept that answer as well. (laughs) And that's a lot for me. That's a lot for me to say. Yeah. Same for Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. Like, Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, let me me double check, ladies, because I'm right here. I saw that on Netflix yesterday. I almost started watching it. It looked cool. No, no, that's Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone, yeah. Oh, that's 6.6. It could have definitely been 300 pages. So I 
I, I like I don't mind fantasy novels being really long um more so than like a romance novel if it's more <laughs> than like 500 pages I am not reading it yeah what could you possibly like, say I, like 500 yeah. pages for a romance novel there's not enough drama there's yeah. not there isn't I feel like the good sweet spot for romance novels like three and a half to four what was three, after yeah, three to four because after on my kindle on my phone after was 680 like 600 so plus pages yeah. okay that was check. way it too was long. way too long and they just kept doing the same things over and over oh they again. just they just kept fighting oh, yeah. we, we, this is not an we after will, podcast. I know I know I just can't wait to do that episode <laughs> all right I think we've gone through all of our dear yeah yeah, yeah yeah um, 592 pages damn like that's, that's too ridiculous. much. Yeah, it's too much. Well, thanks for um, allowing us to bitch yet again. That is something we definitely enjoy doing. Um, if you have any, oh, I, if you have, I love a good bitch fest. Hell yeah! If you guys have any ideas for bonus episodes, we're taking them. If there's something you want us to just chat about uh, on the side, um, let us know and head over to our Instagram at books underscore n underscore betches b-e-t-t-h-s um, and <laughs> hit us up and Erica or Maria will respond Kristen does not Kristen will not <laughs> no, unless, no, we, not. unless we tell her specific, unless you specifically yeah, request Kristen yeah unless we screenshot Kristen. it like hey Kristen someone's asking you a question they said oh cool thanks yeah so if you want to reach out to me I don't know why you would but if you did just uh, at, at Idaho um <laughs> thanks for joining Idaho. us and we'll catch you on the next one. 